Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Penny Peep Show. There once was a sniper who had two kids. Their names were Bert and Maggie. Caught by the coppers, they then skipped town. Farewell to old Australia. Jumped on a boat, their dreams to float. All the way to London town. They got a plan, the rich to scam. They're cutting out the middleman, the shysters, Bert and Maggie. Our story begins on the streets of London. Not far from the Cheshire Cheese, the tavern turned seance parlour, frequented by our heroes. This evening, they hurry towards said tavern. Bert with a spring in his step, and Maggie with a giddy-up in her girdle. Almost there, Maggie. Thank you for the update, Bert. I still do not know why we had to walk. You know how much those cabs cost. Besides, a penny save... Is a penny that'll never see the light of day the way you carry on. It does you good to get you moving. Get some air in those lungs. This is London we're talking about. It's more smog than air. I mean, true. And you're not lumbering around in 20 pounds of fabric. If we do a good job tonight, we can get a handsome cab home. All right? I guess. Any idea of who we're raising from the dead this evening? Could always do another round of Mrs Dipling's mother. Ugh, no. I don't want to hear that woman prattle on about the problems with her maid again. Come now, Maggie. Mrs Dipling is our friend. I'd rather have a chat with a maid. Would you? No, well, I. I've met her. Here we are. The old homestead. What are you talking about? I was looking up at this swinging sign, the one with the big cheese on it. The sign for the Cheshire cheese? That's right. And thinking, we're back again. And calling it the old homestead. Because we're here so often. Sure. Uh, Do you ever think we'll leave it? In a couple of hours? I mean, will we ever move on to something more? I see. It's sister talk time. What? Bert, of course we'll leave it. Do you think? We'll go on to better things, bigger things. Why, one day you and I and little Willie Eh. will be strolling down this avenue and lay eyes on this place and think, why, this does ever so remind me of a place I once knew, only now it seems all humble and small. Will it? Only because we have become so grand. Will we? And we'll think back to these days and laugh, Bert. We'll laugh. Laugh and laugh and laugh. Go on. And then we'll, I don't know, smoke our pipes in our dressing gowns and tell our grandkids about our adventures. There. Feel more encouraged? Yeah. Great. Maybe don't top and tail it with eye rolling next time. Of course, I know why you're in such a strange mood. Do you? I don't. This is about this evening's special guest. Who? Ha, <laughs> Bert. I know you remember. I'm talking about the guest the Diplings are bringing. Oh, Bishop Weimar. Yes, Bishop Weimar. Don't make a fool of yourself trying to impress him. I will try and impress him as much as any guest. For the von Liegenschweins offer the most engaging of spiritual experiences. I'm not a Mark, Bert. You don't need to bait the hook. Fine. I'm just saying... 
keep you cool. Why wouldn't I, Maggie? Because Mrs. Dippling said Bishop Weimer is no regular priest. He has a habit of pouncing on British entertainers and taking them on tours around America. Well, that doesn't seem like a reason. Well-paid tours around America? I get the oil painting. Very well-paid tours? There's more to life than money, Maggie. <gasps> what? Uh, what? Say that again. There's more to life than money. It sounds so peculiar when you say it. I know that money isn't everything, Maggie. There's also power and influence. Oh. They are perhaps equally as important. I thought you were going to say love or kindness. <laughs> kindness! Now that I say it out loud. So you are not interested in a well-paid tour of America? Depends on how well-paid. London is more us, don't you think? Does it matter what I think? We've found our place, but but what next? Dunno. It's like you said, bigger, better. Today the upper middle class, tomorrow the upper class. And then, who knows? The Queen? Maybe. We could say on a dead husband. It's a thought. Let's not put the handsome cab before the horse, Bert. Right, so let's get inside before I catch my death. Good evening, Mrs. Dippling. Hello there, Miss von Liegenschwein. Where is your brother? Oh, he's getting drinks at the bar. Where's your husband? Uh, he's doing the same. You all right, Mrs. Dippling? I'm fine. It's nothing. I see it's my night for cheering people up. I'm sorry? There's no fooling a woman with the old it's nothing routine. You're so insightful, Miss von Liegenschwein. Perhaps it's your psychic abilities. I don't think so. I just figured it out by looking at your face and taking note of the tone of your voice. Such amazing intuition. Sure. Would it help if you had a chat with your mother? No, no. Of course, I would love to chat with you, mother, if you are already in the room. However, in this case, it would not amend my anguish. Right, so... We're friends, aren't we, Miss von Liegenschwein? Sure. Then again, I don't go around calling my friends Mrs. all the time. Oh, call me Dorothy, please. Dorothy it is. And you must call me Maggie. Um... <sighs> or Margaret is fine, I guess. Oh, Margaret. I must admit to being anxious this evening in regards to our friend, Mr. Bishop Weimer. The clergy can put a damper on things. The clergy? Your friend, the bishop? No, his name is Bishop. Weird name. Oh, he is American. Oh, you can't blame a man for that. Oh, I suppose not. It was Philip who invited him. Who? Mr. Dippling. Oh. I tried to stop him, but it was too late. I couldn't think of any way to uninvite Mr. Weimer without being impolite. I know what you're thinking, but you've got nothing to worry about. No? I had a word with Bert about this Mr. Bishop Weimer chap, and he said he had no interest in a tour of America. Not even a well-paid tour of America? He says not. Oh. I was as surprised as you are. That is good news. What's good news, darling? Margaret was just saying... Who was just saying? Margaret. Dorothy was just explaining to me. Who? She, that is to say, Mrs. Dippling, is Dorothy. Just as as she, that is to say, Miss von Liegenschwein, is Margaret. Just as you are Albert. And you are Philip. Oh, are we on first names then? Ah, oh, it appears so. Pleasure to meet you, Philip. Albert. Margaret. Philip. Albert. Dorothy. Albert. Margaret. Philip. Dorothy. 
Wait, I'm confused. Yeah, what's this conversation about? Ah, the Hempworths are here. Hello there, Mr. Dipling. Mrs. Hello. How are you, Hi, Hempworth? How are we all this evening? Dorothy was telling us she's a bit tense and sad. Dorothy. We're now using first names, Lady Hempworth. It was decided that we're all good friends now and that we can call each other by our given names. Really? How interesting. And what are you tense and sad about, Mrs. Dipling? Our dear friend, Mr. Bishop Weimer is coming this evening. Is he? This Mr. Weimer is not a popular fellow. Margaret, he's a bishop. I think you refer to him as reverend. No, he... Or is it very reverend? Uh, He's not a member of the clergy. Bishop is his given name. That's a strange name. He's American. Oh. Why don't you care to see Mr. Weimer here this evening? Isn't that obvious? Americans. New money. I was going to say loud. That too. Boisterous. I think it's to do with coming from such a a juvenile nation. The immaturity does rather show, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we were all juvenile once, right? Certainly not. No. Of course the Australian would defend the American. Has Australia even federated? I detest when the colonies federate. I swear they only do it for attention. You know the colonies, nothing but loudmouth braggarts with grotesque food and inhumane weather. But are they gossiping behind a country's back? I believe so, Maggie. There they are, the Dipplings! Oh, Mr. Bishop Weimer is here! Oh, Lord. Shall we get drinks? I think so. Seems one will need to be well lubricated this evening. Pardon? She means lick it up. <laughs> the colonials have such a charming turn of phrase. Bishop, what a delight! Philip, my boy, it's good to see you again. Dorothy, my dear. Oh, looking fetching <laughs> as ever. Tosh! He's not wrong, darling. Stop it, Philip, or I shall blush. You'll be even more adorable if you do. These lovebirds, what a pretty song they sing. I remember those days. And uh, who are your friends here? This is the von Liegenschweins, Bishop. The ones we told you about. Albert and Margaret is fine. Albert and Margaret. I love it. Call me Bishop. The only person who calls me Mr. Weimer is my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, say something for me. I'm sorry? Talk. Talk for a bit. Uh... Uh, Good evening, Bishop. It's a delight to meet you. Aha! Terrific! You know, I love the English. I do. I love them. Hey, hey, Philip, give us a laugh. A laugh? Go on. Um... (laughs) It's like music. I want to stick the lot of them on my granny's mantelpiece. But yo, Albert and Margaret, that is something else. Makes me want to stuff you in my suitcase and cart you back to the new world. Oh, no. That's my new world, not yours. After all, we're all new worlds of these old timers. Right, Diplings? Uh... Yes. (laughs) They don't understand a word I say, but they're just too polite to mention it. (laughs) I must sound as funny to them as you lot do to me. (laughs) Why are you laughing, Philip? He said funny, so I assume. Point is, I want the lot of you to talk at me, you hear? Talk and keep talking and never stop talking. All right. (laughs) I'm in love. Now that our guest of honour is here, shall we get the seance started? But of course. All right, everybody in. Close the curtain behind you. Fair crowd this evening. A lot of the same faces. And Mr Bishop Weimer. I suppose. 
Let us have a bit of hush, so as not to frighten the spirits away. What? The spirits chicken? <laughs> a bit of hush, he said. Absolute silence would be preferred. Quiet, but, you know, friendly. <laughs> now those around the table, place your hands upon it and focus your energy. Why are her eyes flickering? And what is she muttering about? She is beginning her communications with the spirit world. If you listen, you can hear the moment she makes the connection. Stop! Oh, Jesus! You scared the living daylight out of me! It's a spirit! Really? Incredible! No, it's not a spirit. No, it is I. Who are you then? It's a regular, unremarkable and generally unnotable woman called Madame Alona. Last we saw you, I was kicking you in the... <clears throat> Well, I was gonna say, kicking her in the front bar. Oh, good evening, Madame Ilona. Hello, Madame Ilona. Philip, I do believe you've written to me about her in the past. She's another one of these, uh... Psychic mediums, right? But not one of London's foremost. No, not one of London's foremost. See, even she agrees. For I have been touring the country to offer what spiritual insight and emotional comfort I can, thus making me one of England's foremost psychic mediums. That is one hell of an accent. What is that? Eastern European, it's very common. All over Eastern Europe, for example. Why you should go there, Mr. Weimer. You must go there, as soon as possible. If everyone sounds like she does, I'd be crazy not to. How'd you do? I'm Mr. Bishop Weimer. A pleasure to meet you, Reverend. Huh? He's not a member of the clergy. That's his name, Mr. Bishop Weimer. Oh. He's American. Oh. Call me Bishop. The only person who calls me Mr. Weimer is my wife. <laughs> Are you uh, here to summon a few spirits too? This evening is getting better and better. No, I will not compete for attention. Then why are you here? I have come to introduce my apprentice, a young lady of such immeasurable gifts that it was more than I could bear to rob London society of her light. Come in, my dear. May I present Miss Celestia Duante, London's newest foremost psychic medium. Good evening. Ugh, French by the sound of it. Is there to be no end to this evening's indignities? Do you hate everyone? Only foreigners. And where did you find Miss Celestia Duante? May I ask? On my tour of the country. She came to speak to me after a seance, and within seconds I saw her potential. Wait. Say something. Who? Me? Go on. Well, what is it you'd like me to say, sir? Oh, she's from the north. Such grubby little people. Don't most of them work in mines? Or on farms? I thought the women were fodder for domestic service. What happened to only foreigners? The north counts. They're as good as foreign. Miss Celestia Duant from the north. Nice try, Madame Alona. I know a fake name when I hear one. Of course you would. Does she sound like a Celestia to you? Oh, I told you, ma'am. I'm no good at faking. Why can't I just be myself? Aha! See? Caught in a lie already. I, along with everyone else in the room, am insulted. I have to say something. I don't blame you, Bishop. Your accent is delightful. Oh, not this again. Where do you say you were from? The North. The North. Wonderful. So, great. She has a bizarre accent. However, her name is not Celestia Duant. Oh, you're right, sir. It is not. I didn't want to change it. It was at Madame Malona's bidding that I did so. Ugh. 
She said no one would take me serious as a psychic medium with my real name. Which is... Abby Cotton. It is it has a, a country charm. It's so nice to meet you, Miss Cotton. Although I'm not sure why we are meeting you. I had hoped that you might afford Miss Cotton a chance to demonstrate her phenomenal powers. We're in the middle of something. We just started. Now is as good a time as any to interrupt. Yeah, I don't After know. After all, Mr. Von Liegenschwein, your own good fortune owes to an interruption of one of my seances. Why, that's true. Oh, a wonderful evening, wasn't it, darling? Very exciting, darling. Tremendous! These psychic mediums are popping out of the woodwork over here. Does this mean we have to hear the northerner talk? I'll get us more drinks. Oh, please. I don't think this is necessary. Can't you prove your supernatural powers elsewhere? Do not worry, sir. I- I'm no threat to you. Threat? Well, you fear me. I can sense it. I'm not scared of you. And if I succeed, should I succeed? That has no reflection on you. Maggie, what is she talking about? I don't know, Bert. Who are you worried about disappointing? What? You fear disappointing her. Your mother. You leave my mother out of this. I think your mother was quite able to defend herself. yeah. She was a fierce woman. A lioness. No. come on, Albert. That's right on the money. I don't know about lioness. Hyena or maybe jackal was more her. Maggie. How'd you know about our ma? It is part of the gifts. You can read people? I'm afraid so. How impressive. That is incredible. And did she describe your mother as she was? Pretty vaguely. And yet, correctly. As I said, this girl is a rare gift. Born with extreme sensitivity to all things natural. And supernatural. I don't know about that. I grew up in a little village no one's ever heard of, and then orphaned at a very young age. You darling thing! It's awful what poor people have to go through. She has had to suffer greatly. Sometimes I think it is this suffering that has attuned me to the world. I try to see the good in all things. Oh, of course you do! What a way of looking at it! Here we are. Did I miss anything? Just some gross sentimentality. What else can you do? She has many accomplishments. Raw talent that I must craft into true power. What can she do right now? Well, there's no urgency, Mrs... Mrs... Dippling. Mrs. Dippling, you and your husband? Why, yes! You have no reason to be anxious. Everything good will come to you in time. Oh, thank you! You have the love of a good man. Your futures shine bright in my eyes. I, I... Yes? I am casting forward my mind. Oh, oh my! Is she telling our fortune? What do we do? Do we put our hands on the table? Be quiet. Let her mind drift. Oh, shh! Be quiet, be quiet. I see... <laughs> Children. Why, the happiest, plumpest children. Darling. You'll no doubt spoil them. That'll be your doing. Guilty. Your love to them will be returned in kind and in abundance. Really? Darling. Oh, how wonderful, darling. I mean, kids are a blessing, but that's hardly revolutionary. She's Albert? She cast her mind forward in time and saw us with our children. Isn't that right, Miss Cotton? That's right. That's preposterous. Careful, Bert. Is it more preposterous than you speaking with ghosts? Uh, I suppose there's nothing wrong with the theory of casting one's mind forward. It's a big old mysterious world out there. We are ants crawling on God's face. Right? That's one way of looking at it. I don't quite understand the metaphor, although I agree with the spirit of what you said. I don't know. What don't you know, Bishop? Talking to spirits and the like, that can be checked. Checking the future? Nah. You can't verify the facts, can you? It can be difficult to comprehend, Mr... Mr. Bishop Weimer. 
call me Bishop. The only person who calls me Mr. Weimer is my wife. The way to verify the truth is to live what I have seen, as I see you and your wife together again. What? <laughs> Not likely. She cares for you. She still loves you in her way. She does have funny ways. And she wants you to be part of their lives. Whose lives? You have been away too long and too often. You should go to them. They're waiting for you with love in their hearts. <laughs> Bishop, are you well? Take my hanky, Bishop. <laughs> Even his crying is loud. She is good. <laughs> <laughs> you are a miracle, Miss Cotton. Please call me Abby. Abby? You should come to America with me. I don't know what there is in America for me, sir. (laughs) I'll pay you $100 a week. What? Uh, She has much work to do to develop her meager powers. Oh, she's powerful enough. She could turn me into a blubbery mess with a few words. Plus, oh. Her accent. What is he offering me? A touring contract in America. Doing? I don't know. Whatever it is you're doing right now. You need to further work on your... $100 a week, did you say? That's right. Shake on it. Happy to. Well, when do we leave? I ship out tomorrow. Can you have your affairs in order by then? I've not got anything, so yeah. Nothing? No gowns? No jewellery? Nope. Then we must get you to a dressmaker. Bishop? Are you leaving? No time to waste. Thanks for your hospitality, Philip, Dorothy. I'm sorry I couldn't stay for the show. Abby, fever's supposed to take London. Fever's supposed to turn these cretins onto the street. Plans change. Sorry, love. Let's be getting out of here. me. The treachery of the English. If you will trust northerners. They don't have good manners bred into them like we do. The only comfort I take is that I have robbed you of that American's money. We didn't want his money. You didn't? Are you sure? I mean, I would have liked his money, but London is the greatest city in the world. That's true. I suppose. And the English are the greatest people in the world, right? Some of them. On average, yes. So Margaret and I are honoured, nay? Privileged to walk amongst you. We're not going anywhere. Did you catch that, Alina? I will find a way to destroy you, von Liegenschwein. Sounds exciting. Mm. Do invite us. Get out of here, lady, before I give you another kick in the front bar. I'm afraid she like What an eventful evening. Should we get on with the seance? I mean, of course. All right, hands on the table and give me a bit of hush. Good evening, von Liegenschweins. See you again soon. See you soon, Dorothy. Of all the strange evenings we've had, and we've had a few since we started this psychic gig, that was the strangest. True. Everyone ended up happy, right? And of course, Dorothy Dippling was relieved that we aren't leaving. Yeah. That northern girl was a damn fine cold reader. You're not wrong. Glad she's gone and we don't have to compete with her. You took her getting that American's contract well. I thought $100 a week would turn your head for sure. It did, Maggie. Then why? I'm dying on the inside, Maggie. Come on, let's hop a handsome cab and head home. Right. Yeah! (laughs) So Bert and Maggie have fended off another attack from their nemesis, Madame Alona. But will they be so lucky next time? And will Bert ever recover from the loss of profit? There's only one way to find out. 
Join us next time for more cracking, historically accurate Victorian adventures with Bert and Maggie. Bert and Maggie featured the voices of Kieran Davy as Bert, Jacqueline Osorio as Maggie and Madame Alona, Rhiannon Mauschel as Mrs. Dorothy Dipling, Ethan Dean as Mr. Philip Dipling, Lucy Clough as Lady Hempworth, Matthew Samer as Sir Hempworth, David Moss as Mr. Bishop Wyman, Danny Payne as Abby Cotton, and Matt Graham as the narrator. Music composed and performed by Matthew Samer. Words by Kieran Davy. Why, hello there, listener. That's right, just you. This is Jacqueline Osorio here to thank you for subscribing, rating, and reviewing this podcast. You haven't? Then this message isn't for you. But it could be. If you've more lengthy thoughts that cannot be contained by a mere review, contact us. Details in the episode description. New episode in two weeks. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.